Welcome to Digging Into the Bible. Hey, hey, welcome to Digging Into the Bible. My name is Jim Barnard. This is a production of Tiller Coaching. All right, well, it's day 40. What, what? We are halfway through our study. Well, nearly. I, um, I thought that we were going to go 80 days. That's what I calculated between whatever day I started and the end of this crazy year, but it was actually 81 days. So I'm going to take advantage of that extra day. And, uh, you know, so you'll be at the halfway mark um, at about minute 2.30, closer to three minutes into this video. So good on you. Thanks for being a part of this. Um, I'm loving it, so I'm glad you're here. Um, so far in chapter 14, where we are finishing off today, we have seen the death of John the Baptist, and then Jesus seeking solitude, going to a desolate place on top of a desolate place in order to be with his father. And, uh, you know, after he gets his cup filled up, he uh, he pours it out on people and shares compassion on them. And uh, that theme very much carries forward today in what we're reading. So, with that, let's go ahead and, and dig in at Matthew chapter 14, starting at verse 22. Immediately he made the disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side, while he dismissed the crowds. And after he had dismissed the crowds, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there alone. But the boat by this time was a long way from the land, beaten by the waves, for the wind was against them. And in the fourth watch of the night, he came to them, walking on the sea. But when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified and said, Ah, it's a ghost! And they cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them, saying, Take heart, it is I, do not be afraid. But Peter answered him, Lord, if it is you, command me to come out to you on the water. And he said, Come. So Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water and came to Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried out, Ah, Lord, save me! Jesus immediately reached out his hand and took hold of him, saying to him, Oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased. And those in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. And when they had crossed over, they came to the land at Gennesaret. And when... Uh, when the men of that place recognized him, they sent around to all that region and brought to him all who were sick and implored him that they might only touch the fringe of his garment. And as many as touched it were made well. All right, so obviously Peter does this great thing of um, faithfulness to step out of the boat. And uh, um, while that's amazing, I'm not going to totally focus on that. Um, you know, one thing I really want to like focus on here is that uh, there's a solitude sandwich here. You know, there's solitude followed by compassion, followed by solitude. And really more, what follows is more compassion as the dessert. And um, I, I just wonder, like, if Peter, you know, it's great that he asked to come out of the boat, but what if Peter would have asked to stay with Jesus? You know, like, let those other guys go, but can I stay with you? What would Jesus have done? Um, you know, would he have let him? I mean, it, it definitely said that Jesus made them go to the other side, but what a teaching opportunity for Jesus to invite him into this act of solitude and to teach Peter about that. I believe Jesus actually would have done that if, if Peter would have asked, um, but he didn't. And all of this seems like um, kind of a, a lesson of loss versus gain, and, and really like a lesson of, of asking. So let me define this for you. So Peter didn't ask, and so therefore he didn't lose. He didn't gain, but he didn't lose. So, you know, 
what the heck, right? So um, we get to the second thing um, where Peter does ask, and he gets out of the water. And in one way, he really did lose because, um, you know, the, the sinking thing, like how traumatic. Uh, he probably had to do a lot of therapy about that. <laughs> um, but, I mean, truly, he, he gained in this unbelievable experience. Um, you know, so, you know, he had something to lose, so I, I don't know. Um, but then the, the men at Gennesaret, they, they asked. In verse 36, it says, They implored him that they might only touch the fringe of his garment, and as many as touched it were made well. They implored him. They asked. And they had nothing to lose. They had everything to gain. And so they asked and they gained. I, I just think there's such a correlation between asking and gaining, especially when you have nothing to lose. And that's the unique thing about suffering is that when you get to like such a, a hard part of suffering, it's it's really the, the spot where you have to gain the most. Um, you know, I've heard it said that um, often when we come to the end of ourselves, that's where we be, we get to the beginning of God. And that might be cliche or whatever, but I, I think that there's like a truth to it that, you know, if we ask, especially when like we have nothing else to lose, man, there's so much to gain. And notice that, that a lot of the, the asking that happened, happened in the form of a cry. So I don't know what you need to ask for today, but I encourage you to do it because I believe Jesus wants to answer that and that you have a lot to gain. All right. Um, I don't want to go too much later. Uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Tomorrow we start Matthew chapter 15. I will see you then.